Shabbat Shalom. Once again, it is great pleasure to be with you and to be able to celebrate, albeit from a distance, but also very close. One of the paradoxes that I have realized of giving sermons through YouTube is that you can actually probably see me better than you can if you sit in the congregation, despite the fact that we are much farther apart. At least you can see my face better. Um, although I acknowledge that the lighting in the study in my house leaves something to be desired, but given enough time, we will work on that as well. Um, <clears throat> this Shabbat, we have already reached what is effectively Chol Pesach. And that means that we are in the in-between stage of the beginning two days of Passover and the last two days of Passover. And I remember one of my teachers once analogized Passover and Sukkot, these holidays that have two days at the beginning and two days at the end to a shopping mall where there is an anchor store. Those of you who remember shopping malls, <clears throat> although it's been obviously a long time since any of us have gone to them, um, remember that it, in the traditional layout, on one side you would have you know, a Macy's and on one side a Nordstrom's or whatever the store was, and they were the anchor stores. And that's sort of how he thought of spatially the time orientation of having two days of Yom Tov at the beginning of a holiday and two days at the end. But what interests me this morning is the time in the middle, Chol HaMoed. Chol, as you may know, means secular or everyday. There's Kodesh and Chol, sacred and we say profane, but profane gives, I think, the wrong impression in English. It is the intermediate time that is not the sacred time the same way as the beginning and the end are. So those who are observant, won't do many of the things that they won't do on Shabbat, spend money, go out driving, all the things that we're doing now all the time. Um, that's, they won't order online, there you go. But on Cholamoid, that is permitted. Um, so I want to suggest that Cholamoid is kind of a good analogy for us. And the reason that I called this sermon, if you get the titles of the sermons that we send out every week, interregnum, is an interregnum is an English word that primarily denotes the time between one government or ruler and another. That is a period where there isn't a ruler or a government but there will be, and there is a sort of blank space. And the reason that I was thinking about that is, first of all, because that is exactly in some ways what we see this morning in the Torah reading. You'll recall that once Moses comes down and the people worship the golden calf and he gets upset, and then a plague breaks out among the people, Moses goes back up to the mountain for 40 days. And I'm wondering, what are the Israelites doing with that second 
40-day time. The time where Moses is gone, but will come back. The interregnum, if you will, the cholamoid of their lives. The period between what was and what will be. It is, in a way, the blank page that exists in some books between one part of the book and the next. And it marks a break and a pause, but not a pause in the traditional sense. Because a pause in the traditional sense is just to allow you to catch your breath, but an interregnum is a chance to prepare. You have to get ready for what will come in light of what has been. And the Israelites are at the bottom of Sinai knowing that Moshe will come back. Now they know it because they have learned this from their last experience. Knowing that Moshe will come back, now they have to think to themselves, what do I do in order to prepare for the reappearance of Moshe so that the future of our wandering in the desert will be more successful than our initial days of the golden calf. And if you want to pull the lens back a bit and think about it in an even larger sense, all the years of wandering in the desert are in a sense an interregnum between the time in Egypt and the going into the land. And they are very clearly not a pause, but a preparation. And this notion that what it is that the Torah is teaching us this morning, that we read on this Shabbat of Cholamoed Pesach, is about how you have to learn to prepare in that time that is given you to prepare, that is, I think, achingly and agonizingly relevant to our situation in the world today. As with many of you, I have been reading accounts of what it is that people are going through in this time. And the way in which they are coming to terms or not coming to terms with the fact that this is going to last longer than some had suspected at first, as you probably know, in our own city of Los Angeles, the mayor has just extended the shelter at home order to May 15th, which means more than a month from now. And so we have to think, what is this time? Because we cannot only live in the past or in the future or you lose the present. And the truth is, this is where we are now. So what is this interregnum that we live in? What is it that our ancestors did in the desert when Moshe was up on the mountain? What is it, in fact, that the wandering in the wilderness was about? And I think that part of the lesson may be the burden of the lesson, the essence, the ikar, the root of it, is that when you have an interregnum, you don't have the chance to change the external world. 
You're not acting on the world. The Israelites couldn't leave where they were because Moses was not there. The government can't undertake initiatives because there's nobody in place to rule them. On Cholamoe, you can't have the Seder. And you don't like the Yurtzeit candle. What is this period for? It's to work on ourselves. Since we are at home, since we are not able to be out and change the world, since most of us are confined to what the halakha would call the daladamot, just the four walls essentially of our homes, the question is, what will we do that will sharpen our perceptions, deepen our understanding, and grow our souls? What is our task at this time? Now, I do not negate the necessity to help others, the charitable works that we can all do, the people, God bless them, who are trying to keep their businesses open and their employees paid, and all the things that we can do to help the world even though we are at home. But our actions are severely limited compared to the normal scope of action that we have in the world. And so this is a chance to turn inward. This is a sort of universal Yom Kippur, a retreat from the world to explore the recesses of the soul. And that means that it's not a pause, but a preparation. That this isn't a case where, oh my God, I'm home, I have nothing to do, I'm so bored, but rather I'm home. I have this precious opportunity, not only to watch things that I haven't watched or to read things that I've wanted to read or to call people that I haven't spoken to, but also to understand me, to do the kind of deep dive into the recesses of my own soul that the clamor and noise of the world usually does not permit. The world is too much with us, wrote the poet. Getting and spending, we lay waste our powers. Well, right now the world is not too much with us and we are not getting and spending and laying waste our powers and therefore we can explore the poetry of our souls. Think back. Sit, sort through your memories, understand where you have come from and where you are. So that when there is a re-entry to the world as there will be in time, you will be a little different. When Moshe comes back down the mountain, 
Those are not the same Israelites as the Israelites when he came down the first time. They've learned. They've grown. Now they're prepared to receive the commandments before they weren't ready. You know, the Hasidim of old used to go out into a practice they called heat bodedut, which meant aloneness. They would go out into the forest and be alone with themselves and with God. The world is giving us the chance for heat bodedut, for some aloneness. It's hard for some because aloneness turns into loneliness very quickly. But every gauntlet has a gift. And the gift here is that you can know you, that you can explore your faith, that you can speak to God, that you can take this interregnum between the time that was and the time that will be, between the Yom Tov of the past and the Yom Tov of the future. between the moment that Moses walks up the mountain till the moment that Moses returns, to understand better who you are and who you wish to be when the day comes that we don't only have to connect to each other through screens and through cameras, but we can once again embrace and reflect on everything that has happened and everything that we have learned. Chag Sameach, Shabbat Shalom.